Hello, everyone, and welcome to Valley Praise's Unique Women's Podcast, where we seek to create ministry that honors and reaches women in new ways. I am your host, Melissa Zabeda. Today, we have our Valley Praise's very own Tammy Ditburner. She has been attending Valley Praise for over 10 years. Tammy has been a licensed adult nurse practitioner for 30 years. Her clinic, the Family Neighborhood Health Clinic, located on Loop 499 in Harlingen, Texas, and has now been up and running for eight years. She treats a wide range of health issues, including diabetes. Well, welcome, Tammy, and we appreciate you coming in and uh, joining us today. Um, so can you tell us just by starting, um, what, what is diabetes exactly? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, diabetes is a very challenging, complex um, disease process. And basically, it all stems from having too much blood sugar in your blood vessels. Now, our body is very unique that it can regulate these this blood sugar through several di- different mechanisms. One is the pancreas makes insulin. And as your sugar goes up, it makes more insulin. And that becomes a problem in itself. Um, and then the other thing is, is sometimes our gut metabolizes sugar and fats in a different way. So as our body increases its blood sugar, we, our body increases its insulin. Now, over time, what happens is that insulin um, becomes resistant. So that insulin, um, what it does is it's like a key into cells. So it opens the door and lets the blood sugar in. As the years go on and you have high blood sugar and you have this higher insulin level, then the insulin becomes resistant. So you need more insulin to achieve the same process. And insulin resistance is like the first step to diabetes. And that in itself is associated with many different illnesses. So as we talk about treatments and different challenges, we we trigger not only we talk about sugar, but we also talk about the insulin resistance. As I was preparing for this, I was looking at the latest data says in 2015, about 9% of the population in the United States has diabetes. Mm. Here in the Valley, we have an average of 26% of the population. Wow. And Star County has um, an even higher percentage of 39%. Wow. And unfortunately, as we learn from other countries, as other countries start taking on the Western diet, our high calories, our decreased physical activities, they're seeing more and more diabetes. Mm. So we are definitely challenged by the way we live our lives, right. um, our movement and our diet. Yeah. yeah. So, That's interesting. Yeah. So um, with, with so much change happening over the years, what sort of new challenges has a pandemic brought on in your treatment people with diabetes? Uh, I think there's several different challenges. I think, um, first of all, as people's employment changes, they have an insurance issue. I think the very first thing that you have to know about uh, with diabetes is you have to know if um, your sugar is high. It takes several years to develop the per se diabetes, and many people have pre- diabetic condition. And in fact, up to 33% of the population is pre-diabetic. So, and that includes one out of five adolescents have pre-diabetic. So before 
we used to have health fairs and we used to have all these different opportunities to see what our blood sugars were. So, but now as people lose their insurance, it's harder for them to gain access to care and, um, and kind of see where they manage um, their blood sugars. Along with that, you have the good and bad about um, grocery shopping. Nowadays, we have curbside pickup. So we could train ourselves to only order those healthy foods and, and learn different options for at-home eating. Mm-hmm. Other people have stayed at home all day long, and they just want to go get fast foods just to see what the outside world is like right. once a day. So along with challenges, sometimes we do have other opportunities. And um, along with that concept, you know, healthier foods sometimes is more expensive. They're not getting the free handouts at the food bank or, or those kind of options. Um, and so there's a lot of different complex issues with a pandemic right, right now. Right. I never thought about the health fairs being canceled, but that's a huge yeah. uh, impact on the community because yes. a lot of people did rely on those to, um, to, to check their sugars and for mm-hmm. it to be available to them. I never even thought about that actually. But um, so what do you advise our diabetics during this threatening time of the pandemic? Any advice you can give them? I think um, the main thing about diabetes is, is what you eat, your diet, and how much physical activity you can get. Mm-hmm. So as peop- if there's any way that people can bond together, the challenge is not doing it alone doing it with someone else. Can you share recipes? Can you share ideas? How can you um, make food more appetizing to your kids that's healthier? If you do it together, um, I think that's one of the uh, advantages um, of working through diabetes with others. That and just getting out and moving. Um, Right now, we're spending a lot of time indoors. And if there's anything we can learn from just getting outside and walking, that that might be a real big option for people. Right, right. I was about to, to ask, um, what what would you um, say the patients need to do in our community to stay on top of their diabetes, but you just recommended just something simple as walking. I mean, so, um, you know, that to me that um, my passion is exercise, as a lot mm-hmm. of people know. So <laughs> anytime people say to go walk or exercise, I like that advice. But um, fr- from an educational education standpoint, can you share with us uh, what this disease is um, and and the impact it has on our bodies? I know you shared a little bit about it earlier, um, but uh, the, I guess the major impact it would have on somebody's body. Um, there's two things um, that happens with the disease. One is the increased blood sugars. Your organs do not like high blood sugars. It takes its toll on the brain the heart, the kidneys, the eyes, the circulation. So over time, if you let that blood sugar happen over years and years, and that's the other thing with diabetes is you don't have symptoms initially. You can go years without even knowing that you have a high blood sugar. So, and, and that high blood sugar takes its toll on all those organs. And then you have your body trying to compensate for this and making all this insulin that is becoming resistant and that takes its toll on your body also. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that are associated with diabetes. Um, Some of it is um, decline in mental ability, whether or not it be dementia, Um, it can be increased strokes. 
It can be heart disease. It can be high blood pressure. It can be circulatory issues with your legs. A lot of people um, have heard stories about that. It can be eye disease and it can be um, kidney disease. So not only the sugar, but also the high insulin. So as you, with the insulin, as you exercise, that helps the insulin work better. As you um, just make slight changes in your diet, the first thing I tell people to do is no sugary drinks. Don't drink sugar. Mm -hmm. Is if they can just change over to water, that decreases the calories and the sugar that they put in your body by by so much, by just doing that simple thing. Right, right. And I guess the first step would be, um, when you have your regular checkup is to to ask your physician to to run that test, right? Just to make sure that yes. their sugars aren't high since you mentioned you might not even know that, that you have that. And a lot of my patients, um, they have family members who have a glucometer at home okay. and they'll randomly check their blood sugars. Mm-hmm. So just doing that with someone else's glucometer, and you know, you don't even need a prescription for a glucometer. Um, you can buy those that are usually under $20 at the pharmacy. And so you can randomly check your own blood sugar. Oh, that's good. That's but the first thing to do is do it um, fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you're kind of checking the food that you eat okay. and so okay. forth. That's good advice. Um, there are more pre-diabetics in the United States than diabetics. Uh, what can you do, what can we do to keep from becoming a type 2 diabetic? And, um, the You know, just looking at what you take in as your diet by losing um, 5%, 7% of your body fat, that will decrease your blood sugar immensely. So usually some of the concepts I first tell my patients is number one is not drinking the sugar. Number two, um, only eat at a table. We have a tendency to eat in the car, on the sofa, in bed. And so sometimes we start adding empty calories that way. So, um, you know, have some basic kind of rules for yourself, um, and that can be one of them. Um, And then slowly start eliminating certain foods that you know is going to increase your sugars, Um, you know, whether or not it be the sweets, Mm -hmm. but then also the starchy foods that turn into sugar quite quickly. And then the exercise, and I usually tell my patient, you know, start with five, 10 minutes a day. Don't try the 30 minutes to an hour or else you're not going to like it. You're going to talk yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. The first thing um, that you don't have that time frame. So I think as soon as you can know that you're sugar and that you're pre-diabetic, then the sooner you can make changes in your lifestyle. Right. That's great advice. That's great advice. Um, if you're just turning in right now, uh, you've been listening to Valley Praise's Unique Women's Podcast, where we've been speaking with nurse practitioner Tammy Ditburner. Um, Tammy, you do so much for our community and helping others all over the Valley, uh, not just with your medical expertise, but helping those that are less fortunate or those that need a little TLC to get back on their feet. Can you tell us a little bit about your ministry that you do? um, About five, six years ago, I started a ministry called Blessings from Friends. And I had started working with Janet McGee, Uh, with Blue Sunday, and I learned about the foster care and the children and children being removed. And at that point, I had asked um, Janet what she needed that the kids were not receiving. Um, And at that time, it was backpacks when they were initially removed from the home. And so I started doing backpacks for emergency removal. 
So we supply um, Cameron County with backpacks for emergency removals, and they're geared towards age and gender for each child. Um, we do some birthdays for the children because I think all children need to be celebrated sure, in that way. And then um, then we also do whatever else CPS will ask for. Recently, I've started a partnership with Walmart through Good360 where we are able to, they donate to us some of their returns and their um, slightly defected items. And we're able to partner with so many nonprofits in the Valley, whether it be Big Red's Ranch, um, Valley Haven, um, we've done the ministry with Pastor Eddie and Mercedes. We've had so many people come over and and just pick up items that could help their nonprofit. So that's been a really great experience lately. And I know um, you've been able to that benefit too. Yes, I have. Um, I've witnessed firsthand how these wonderful women um, of God, and I'm talking about Tammy and, and her team, have helped so many many people. And um, it's amazing at what just giving a simple thing like a coffee pot or a toaster to somebody that hasn't had one in years and just to see their face light up for something that's so, um, we think is so simple, you know, but um, just being able to do that with you a a couple of times has just um, blessed me more than I, I don't want to cry, but more than I think it even blessed them. You know, so it's just amazing that it's been during this cold front. One of the things that we get from Walmart is heaters. Mm. The Rickfords from our Santa Rosa churches has come over and gotten a lot of heaters, and Mm. so now they're known in the community for um, giving out heaters. So they, unfortunately, we ran out, but there are people that are knocking on their doors um, asking them for heaters. Right. I remember last year, um, around this time, well before COVID hit, when it started getting colder. We also gave out the heaters and they, people just cherished them. Like, yes, it's you am- know, yeah. it, it was such a blessing. Amazing. But Tammy, thank you so much for all you do. And thank you for coming on our program today. We certainly appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to looking to doing more with you in the future with your ministry. Um, Cause it's blessed so many people. Um, well, that'll do it for now. Remember to transform your life through Christ so you can go out and transform others until next time. Take care and God bless.